All right, so tonight we are talking about masculine and feminine energy and the role that it plays in manifesting love. Now, I was asked the question in Self-Carved in my group where I do, where I alternate my lives in this challenge. I was asked the question to talk about it and then also to mention how to balance them without limitations, how to properly balance them without limitations. So it's my, it's my hope <laughs> that I cover all of that and even more. So feel free to engage, feel free to ask questions, but this is a very, very, very important topic to have as there's a lot of things to unravel. There are so many different aspects of the energies that we are sometimes not aware of and we do a lot of things unconsciously oftentimes we think that we are we are who we're not as a result of our experiences so let's dive into it i want to start off by asking you the question do you identify yourself more as a feminine person or a masculine person and this is not about being a man or a woman but energetically, do you find yourself more masculine, more structured, more organized, more um, action-oriented? Oriented. Do you find yourself more assertive? Or, fix this, do you find yourself being more feminine, creative, wise, intuitive, caring, leaning, leaning back more than leaning forward what do you identify with more so whatever it is for you hashtag hashtag feminine if it's feminine for you and hashtag masculine if it's masculine for you okay now i want to say something even if you are more masculine or if you're more feminine in your everyday life that doesn't mean that that's like your original main energy because we have both but one is usually rolling more than the other, okay? One is usually more predominant. Just because you're acting more feminine or more masculine, that doesn't mean that that's like your main energy, which is actually what would make your life more pleasant if you were tapped more into the other, okay? Hi, Rose. Now, a big thing that we have to look at is why are you more feminine or why are you more masculine and also to identify that even if you say like oh, okay i am more feminine or i'm more masculine it doesn't mean that you're operating from a healthy masculine or a healthy feminine okay and a lot of this has a lot to do with the way that you were brought up wow i worked on this today <laughs> super cool see look at that perfect timing so if you were brought up by parents who are very masculine that's going to influence you if you were brought up in a very chaotic household that's going to influence you if you did not have the freedom to to speak up and you were shushed all the time and you wanted to talk you were taught to shut down that's going to that that influenced you if you were the emotional caretaker or caregiver in the family because there was addiction going on and there was fighting and you had to watch, watch out and look out for your siblings and you had to keep the peace, that's going to influence you. So when I say that the energies that you're, the energy that, that may be like the ruling one for you right now may, may not be like 
the predominant one. It may just be the one that you took upon, that you took on you just to survive. That's what I want you to look at because we become more one or the other, but more in a wounded way because of our childhood trauma and also because of the, the wounding that we have from our parents, right? So if you have issues with your dad or if you had issues with your dad, you start developing the, the father wound and the father wound is gonna lead you to be more, what? More masculine in your energy, more assertive, more, I have these like firm boundaries, more protective of yourself. So like the healthy or the more divine masculine, it's about, yes, it's about protection, but it's about like our mutual protection. It's making sure that my family is protected. It's making sure, sure, sure that the children and the people of the world are protected in the way that I can contribute to that. The, the healthy masculine is not to protect one's heart, okay? So that's what happens a lot. So on the wounded end, if you're wounded by your father, you're going to appear a lot more masculine. Some people say may, you may act like a man or whatever, you know, people say things, but you're very protective of your heart. You have super firm boundaries. You're competing, you're competing, and you're operating still from a place of like, I don't feel good enough, okay? Uh, a person in her healthy masculine is not about competition. So competition is really is really not like a healthy thing, even though the entire world, or at least the Western world, is like glamorizing it. But it's it's about collaboration. So that's something to look at. Like, what was my, how was I primed? Like, what was I taught? Whether like your parents made you like do this or act this way, or if you just picked up that it wasn't safe for you to lead or it wasn't safe for you to be intuitive. You were taught to stop dreaming and do this or do that. Like you can't, you, you're not as smart as you think that, as you think you are, uh, you should not dream yourself away. You just need to do things like this. You have to have more structure. Stop being so creative, whatever you were taught, like some things we were told, but other things, they were unspoken, but we felt that we felt that it wasn't safe for us to be the way that we wanted to be. So we found a way to adapt. We found a way to adapt. And then that became our primary way of being. And then that's what becomes kind of like the personality. And then we tell ourselves like, this is just the way I am. But the truth is because most of us adapted this way of being, it also means that that's not the way that we truly are. So then when it comes to dating and when it comes to attracting people, you're gonna, attracting, you're gonna be attracting partners that you don't wanna be with because why? If you were programmed to be more masculine, but at your core, you're more feminine, you, because you're operating from the masculine, you're gonna be attracting men who are more feminine. Make sense? And then you're not happy with that and then you want to change them and then you're going to say, well, I have to be their mother. You know, there's something wrong with them. But deep down, you're like, I want to find someone who can bring me back to my natural state. You're not aware of this, but this is what's going on. And the other person is thinking the same thing. 
I want to attract someone or I want to be with someone who brings me back to my natural state. And this is where the whole fixing thing comes into place because instead of you healing yourself and bringing yourself back into balance, whatever that is to you and whatever that looks like, and instead of you healing your own wounds, you attract what you don't want and then you want those people to change so they can fit in to the picture that you have created in your head because that is like that's what I want. I want someone who's this way, but I can conti I continue to attract what I don't want. And then I start telling myself stories. Well, all men are the same or they're all very weak. They're no more um, chivalry's dead. Like men don't open doors anymore. They're only mama's boys out there. Not realizing that's what you're attracting because of the, the energy that is um, predominantly like ruling your life right? This is what's coming out of you, right? So in terms of what you want to attract and who you are attracting, it's really, really important to ask yourself, first of all, like, do I want to attract someone who's more masculine or who's more feminine? And if I want to attract someone who's more masculine, am I being in my feminine energy? Because if I'm not, I'm not going to be attracting someone who's more masculine. And then I'm going to get into what I don't want to do, but I feel like I have to do it because I attract someone who is away, which I don't like. And then I think it's my responsibility to try to fix them. And it never works. Okay. And this is why I always talk about it goes back to healing yourself and learning who you are and your own power and stepping into that. And from that place, you're going to be calling in and you're going to be attracting different types of matches. You know, a question is as a single mom, I have used my dominance. I, I have used my dominant energy being a leader of my home and I have done it for 10 years. How do I balance feminine and masculine because I'm mainly in my dominant, okay? So it's great that you've recognized that. Now, one thing is that you can be more masculine in one area of your life, right? So I talk about the wise woman as the representation of the feminine energy and I talk about the wonder woman as the representation of the masculine energy, like the woman that make things happen, the woman that's a leader, the woman that uh, no matter what, she'll hustle, she'll take care of her family, she'll make things happen in her career, whatever, they, whatever it might be. You have that. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's not going to stop you from attracting love. Okay. But it's important to keep it in the areas where it's helpful. Okay. So if you are that, that way in your family, if that's working for you in your career, cool. Now, the problem, becomes is, the problem becomes when we want to utilize the same type of energy in dating. The problem becomes when we think we have to act the same type of way when you are calling in love. Yes, the three women. So you cannot use the same approach to attract love. It doesn't work because it's not about it's not about you leading other people. If you want to attract someone who's more masculine, if you want to call in a leader who treats you like, you know, the royalty that you are, who is like husband material from the beginning, who will introduce you to friends and family, who's proud of you, who brags about you like you know, from the beginning, my husband's been talking about my coaching, my books, uh, who I am, how powerful I am. And still to this day, like we're about to go into our fifth year as a married couple. Every time I meet people that he's networked with, they tell me things 
that he says about me. He's constantly bragging on me and this is never changing. So I, I'm all about like helping my clients attract people that are husband or wife material from the beginning. So in order for you to call in someone like that, you have to learn how to start leaning back and to really be more in tune with your feminine side. And you, if you, it feels really, really uncomfortable, you, you start practicing it in, in your life, right? So maybe sometimes like your kids are playing and things are all over the place and you want to tell them to clean up because you want things to be organized. Um, you're so used to telling people what to do. You take a moment and you just like enjoy things just being the way they are right? You observe your children playing and being creative and being playful because that's part of the feminine to really just like, just be and allow and just, um, just be in the moment, right? And be creative. So you get to be in that and absorb that and you get to practice it in, in these areas of your life. Like, where can you lean back more? Where can you lean back more? Where do you, where don't you like trust the flow of life? Because when you're when you are in the process of manifesting love, you you keep the same mindset of like I have to do something, I have to do something, and I know I didn't want that mentality. I didn't want it to be hard work to like call in my husband, and it wasn't. It wasn't hard work at all. And all clients that I've coached so far, they don't want it to be either. Maybe you're a person. You're like, yes, I want to be masculine in my approach. I want to be with a man who is more feminine than me. If, and if that's the case, that'll work too. But that's not what I wanted. And the women that I attract into my world, they don't want it. They don't want it to be that way. So in order for that to happen, you have to go back and see, okay, so where is this coming from? Why am I so assertive? Why am I so like action oriented? Why am I so dominant? Like, where is this coming from? And where can I tone it down a little bit? How can I start leaning more into my feminine? Where in my life do I find myself being a little too masculine? And how can I lean back and be more feminine? So if you work in the corporate field, maybe you're the one who's like making all these decisions and you're like, it's really hard for you to trust people and to delegate and things like that, then that's a good practice. Then you get to practice that there. If you are an entrepreneur and you're like me, like you're, call, you're attracting people into your world and you're attracting clients, then practicing leaning back and not like DMing people or getting on sales calls. You can get on sales calls, but maybe you allow people to ask you, right? You lean back and you start, you, 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 you stop thinking that you have to do, 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 do to make things happen. You can do, do, do and be the Wonder Woman in the areas that's required. Like when I was in the process of manifesting my husband, I was doing things. It's not like I was just like, oh, I'm just going to meditate in my house. But I was doing things around the areas in my life that I wanted to take action on. Like, okay, so I started a business. I, uh, what did I do? I started creating some, um, some programs. I, uh, I would go to the grocery store. I would go out and meet with my friends. Like, it's not like that you don't do anything. It's just that you don't have that same type of mindset in the area of manifesting love. And then when you go into actually dating, when you start dating a person, you go out on a date with this person and you lean back. Okay. And this is also about trusting yourself and being 
emotionally vulnerable and emotionally naked and being able to sit there and feel powerful and know that you're powerful and know that your presence speaks for itself. It's not about you trying to impress the person with like, these are all my accolades in my life. I have achieved all these things. Like I make all these things happen. You know, I, when I, when we get, if I, if I get married, this is what I want to do. And this is how it has to be. And in the past, this happened and I will never allow this to happen again. Like, you know, how is your energy when you're dating? These things are important too. So operating from your energy, from your, from the feminine, it's more about like knowing your power, knowing how powerful your presence is, knowing that you are extremely, extremely wise, knowing that you're so deeply intuitive, knowing that it's an honor for people to be in your presence, knowing that anything can come to you in any type of form by you just following the flow of life and you being in tune with yourself, being in tune with yourself, caring for yourself, taking care of yourself, caring for the people in your life, following your intuition. And instead of pushing, 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 you're leaning back and you're, you're, you're being this like safe space for, for yourself, for things to flow and for other people as well to feel comfortable because based on where you are in your energy, that's going to, first of all, determine who you attract. And you may be set up by someone, right? Because I'm not all for like people setting you up with their friends and things like that, because that doesn't mean it's going to necessarily be a match. You can be set up with someone and your energies um, may not be aligned. They could be aligned, but they may not be. And you're like, that's a great person, but the energies don't match. And when the energies don't match, one or the other is going to try to change or fix the other person so they can get you where they want you to be or so you can get them where you want them to be because everything is energy. It has to have, like, the match has to be there. So when my entire life I have been more masculine but from a place of, from a wounded place, and it's not a coincidence that I talk about trauma and really learning about who you are and loving yourself because I started doing this work before I called in my husband because prior to that, I would just attract people that were closed off, that had all kinds of issues with their family, that didn't want to talk about their emotions, that it was a big deal to do like small things for me. And I learned that it was, that had a lot to do with me and the way that I was operating and the way that I saw myself and what I believe to be true about my worth. So these things have to be changed and these things have to be worked on with yourself. And oftentimes you'll notice, and a lot of women who claim to be more feminine, they're not necessarily in tune with their like deep seated, powerful, divine, healthy feminine energy where they're really listening to their soul, where they're listening to their intuition, where they're being creative, where they're feeling the inspiration where they're allowing that to, 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 to be the core. But instead, they are operating from a wounded feminine place and they're looking for other people to, to come in and to, to do something for them, to love them, to care for them, to inspire them, to show them the way because they don't listen to their own inner voice. And they'll attract someone who's more dominant. They'll become codependent, right? This is usually the empath. And then the narcissist will be the one that is more masculine. 
and then they feel some type of life from this person and they feel like they have to have this person, they become codependent. So it's not a good thing or a bad thing to be more feminine or be more masculine. What it is about is about recognizing, am I operating from a wounded place or am I operating from a more healthy divine place from either energy, right? Am I healthily balanced in both or is one more dominant? And if it's more dominant, why? And then also asking yourself the question, Am I happy being more in this energy? I was not happy being more masculine because I didn't want to attract someone who was way less uh, masculine than me. I didn't want that. My husband is extremely feminine and sometimes we say he is more feminine than I. And in a way he is, but it's not even that he is. This is really confusing. He is extremely feminine, but he's extremely masculine too. It's just that some days I'm more like, okay, let's organize this. Let's be structured. Let's take action and I'll make some decisions and I'll be more masculine. And I believe this is necessary once you are in a relationship, okay? But what I'm talking about is the manifestation process and then the dating, the dating scene, right? Because there is not so much to make happen, right? You're not really building a life together. You're calling this person in and then you're going out on dates and then it's about you being yourself. And to me, the highest form of feminine energy is really knowing your power, like knowing that you are a goddess, knowing that you are whatever you identify yourself with and not ever placing your uh, your worth in the other person and not feeling like you have to do something. So I notice with women who are really, really masculine, they're all about getting all the apps. They're about getting out as much as possible to all these different areas. They're about getting help with being set up. Okay. They're about telling the world that, you know, it's, um, where, where can they go to find the one? So it's like, I gotta go, 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 do, 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 because this is the way you make money. This is the way you move yourself. This is the way you care for your family. And you're taught this way of just like, you have to go, 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 do, 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 do. But a lot of these women, they do this for 10, 20, 30 years, and they still haven't attracted the type of love that they desire. So the evidence is showing, like, you can, you can, of course, find someone by doing that, but do you wanna go about it that way? Same way as like, I can get clients by inboxing everybody on my friends list or looking at your name here. Oh, okay, I can go into your inbox because maybe you are my dream client. Do I wanna go about it that way though? No, no. I want a person to be excited to work with me. I want a person to come to me. And that's the same way that I wanted it to be in my love life. I want the person to come to me. I don't want to have to do the, any extra work. Like once I'm in the relationship, of course, I'm going to do my part. And as we're dating, yes, I'm going to text you first sometimes and things like that too. Like the feminine doesn't mean that you're extremely, that you're passive and that you don't show that you're interested. I let my husband know that I was interested, but I didn't do something i didn't tell him like oh okay let's what do you think should we meet up should we do this no i allowed him to lead but i let him know that i was interested so being feminine that doesn't mean you're extremely passive and you don't do anything but you you allow your power you allow your charm you you allow your energy to to speak and so when you radiate that it's going to call the other person to step up and be more in 
like they're masculine if that's what you want. Again, there's nothing wrong with you wanting to be more masculine and you hunting if you feel like you're a huntress and you want to be with someone who's more feminine. There are so many relationships nowadays where the woman is way more dominant than the man and the and, the, and society calls the man weak and the, and, the, and the woman a man. That's not what it is. It's just that her primary energy is masculine and his is feminine and that works for them. Like the man is not unhappy. That dynamic works for them. And in those cases, people think that the woman is suppressing the man or that he's weak. And it's not about that. It's just that they were a match and it's working out for them. Now, if eventually she decides that she wants to be more in her feminine or uh, and, and she starts noticing that it's not really working, it's not going to work because there has to be this balance and every day is not going to be the same, but one person is going to have a little bit more than the other. My husband and I were both very balanced, but I am more structured and I'm more organized, but I'm also a great receiver. Right? So the feminine is about being able to receive, like trusting that things will come to you. And when they do, can you receive the love? Can you receive the praise? Can you receive the recognition? Can you receive this relationship? Or don't you or do you feel like you're not worthy of it? Are you afraid that if you allow yourself to receive it, that you're gonna be disappointed? Right? That's like the feminine fear. Or if you start allowing it in, then you may feel like you have to manipulate something because if ah this is scary like what comes up in terms of you receiving love you receiving this attention because it it, it can get, it can be intense like it's 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 new it's different when you when you when you shift internally and you start attracting differently you're going to start noticing that wow there's like a whole new world out there and I just haven't had access to it because I've cut myself off from it. It's not true that there are no good quality people out there. It's not true. It, what is true is that you haven't been attracting them. Just like you want a high quality person, the, the high quality person out there also wants a high quality woman. And this is why I talked about this in Self-Carved in my group. Like, are you the person that, that the person that you want to be with? Do you think that they would want to be with you? And if the answer is yes, like if you are the person, like if the high quality person that you want to call into your life, if you believe that they would want to be with you, then you don't have anything to worry about. But if you have doubts, if you're like, no, I don't think they would like this. I don't think they would like that. That gives you a great, that gives you great, a great indication of what you can work on. Uh, I've been the injured feminine, but I've healed from that. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, as a, as a child, I was first born. So it was told to be responsible, AKA the dominant one. Yeah. So it starts early. And just because you've been like this your whole life and you've developed a personality around it and they're like, oh, that's the strong person, right? The masculine is strong. It's, it's, uh, it feels more dominant. It's the leader. It's assertive. It's, um, but there is another part of the masculine also, which is present, presence it's masculine energy to be present many times when we're operating in one or the other energy we don't operate from them in like a healthy way and when we operate from a wounded place we attract the opposite with the wounded as well so with the wounded feminine you attract someone with the wounded masculine 
with the wounded masculine, you attract someone with the wounded feminine. And then all you care about is the other person's actions and what they're doing. Because you don't see yourself because you don't know what's going on with you. So seeing what's going on with you is going to help you see, again, the pattern. The pattern of who you've been attracting and the type of, type of person you've been attracting. So you can change that within you and you can start attracting differently. That's the beauty of it. And then you have a whole new web, a whole new network, a whole, a whole new world of people that you get to choose from. And maybe it's going to be for you like it was in my case, the first person that you attract is going to be, you know, the, the one. Or you may attract one and you're like, I'm not sure if that's the one. And then you attract another one and you're like, hmm. Maybe it's getting closer, it's getting hotter. And then you attract someone else and you're like, no, it's getting colder. And then you continue to attract people, but you're quite excited about it because these are like high quality people. And you can recognize it. Because being able to be in tune with the wise woman with the feminine energy in you is so important because she's the one who's gonna let you know whether or not someone is the one. She's the one who let me know that, it, that my husband was the one right away. She's the one that let me know that yes, go ahead and marry him even though you've only known him for 55 days. If I was controlled by my masculine, it would be like, no, the masculine is logical. The feminine is not. The feminine is like what people call like, what would we call it? The more, the, the spiritual the intuitive, right? So the masculine would say, no, it doesn't make any logical sense to marry someone. You've only known them for 55 days. That means this and this and this and that and would bring all the logic to the situation and it would never have happened. But the feminine knows and it knows and that surpasses all you know, human understanding and time. And she told me, yes. And because I was in tune with her already, and I was tapped into that energy. I trusted it. And it was the best decision I've ever made in my life. So the masculine is about being in your head more, figuring things out, being logical, being structured, being assertive, being a leader, figuring things out, being protective. But the feminine is just like, hmm, I already know. There's nothing really that I have to do other than trust and lead myself from that place. Just lead myself from the place of intuition. Being able to be still. There's this great story. I'm going to end it, end it with the story. Um, see if I can remember it because it's really powerful. So a man lost his watch. And there were the next amount of kids around him. He lost his watch in his house somewhere. And he told the kids that he was going to give them an award. The, whoever found the watch, they were going to give an, get an award. Something they were going to get. And they started looking for the watch and no one could find the watch. They were looking hardcore. They were looking everywhere, you know, behind, behind the counters, on the floors, like on the top floor, behind the TV, underneath the chair. They were looking everywhere for this man's watch and no one could, fi could find it. So they, all of them basically gave up. But then one of the boys eventually walked up to the man and he asked him the question, could you give me another chance? I know I said I couldn't find your watch, 
but I want to try again. Will you give me a chance? And he was like, sure. Like, what do I have to lose? So he gave the young boy a chance. And sure enough, the young boy found the watch. And he gave it to, to the man. And the man asked him, what did you do? What did you do? How did you find the watch? And the young boy said, I didn't do anything. He was like, what do you mean you didn't do anything? He said, I just listened for it. I just listened for it. So the tick, talk, tick, talk. He just sat still and he listened for it. And it came to him. It's a pretty good representation of the feminine too. You listen for love. You allow yourself to just be. You hear it. You feel it. You don't go searching for it. Hence why I don't talk about finding love. I talk about attracting it. Because it comes to you when you're tapped in and tuned in with the, with the wise woman within you. Because she knows. And if you operate from a place of like, I'm listening to her and I'm going to allow her to lead me. And yes, I'm going to take masculine action in the areas of my life that are required for me to, you know, make ends meet and grow my business if that's the way you go about it or take care of my family. Cool. But then come back to her. Listen to her. Allow her to guide you. She's going to lead you. The Wonder Woman. Mm, nah, she's, she's going to think she has to texts 400 different people she thinks that she's gonna have to download 400 different apps she thinks she has to go to all these matchmaking sessions she thinks that her friends have to set her up she thinks she has to go to all these different places she thinks it's about action the wise woman knows it's not but again this is not about like oh okay I'm just going to sit home and not do anything about my life. No, it's a combination of the trust and the listening, like the deep, deep-seated listening. But at the same time, you live your life. You'd love the heck out of your life. You do the things that you want to do, but not in the area of manifesting love. Like that's not where you're doing. You're doing the things that you would do otherwise in your life. And in those areas of your life, you practice being more feminine. You practice the leaning back. So most of us have one area, at least in our lives, where we've seen it. You may be that way with money, where you, you just trust that it's going to come to you. You may be that way in your health, with your health. But you're like, dang, I struggle with it when it comes to love. So then you have those examples. And you can see, okay, yeah, it does work. It does work. But maybe you've just been very action-oriented in all areas. And still to this day, you're very action-oriented when it comes to finding love. And you're finding people, you're just not finding the person that you want to be with. Because everybody can find a person. Everybody can be set up. Everybody can, everybody can find a person. But that's not what I want for you. I want you to be able to attract someone. And you're like, wow, like this is my dream partner. This is my soulmate. And I, I couldn't be more thrilled about this person that I have attracted into my life because this person is even better than what I imagined. That's what I experienced. 
that's what my clients get to experience and that's what I want you to experience too. Not like, oh, they're okay, they're average. This is probably the best I can get. Who am I to think that I deserve more than this? And then you just settle for that versus, wow, like this person is everything that I wanted, but so much more. Like I had no clue that a person could have these attributes. That's how I felt with my husband. I'm like, then he checks every box, but then he also have all these other things that I didn't even know that I needed and wanted and desired, but he came with that too. He came with that too. And so that's what I want for you too. Like the mind blowing love. That's not just like fun right now, but it's going to be fun and amazing and, and, and giving in the future as well. A love that never dies. So that's really what I want for you. So I hope this was helpful again to balance them. It's not, it's, it's, it's in, in, in the process of manifesting love, you don't have to balance them because you're not using your masculine to call in love, right? You're only using the masculine if you are, um, if you're doing, if you're doing something to make it happen, which you can. So if you are a person, you want to use apps and you want to be active and things like that, then at least if you do download an app, allow people to write you. If you, if you go out with someone and if it was arranged by someone else, be a little more like lean back more, allow the person to show you whether or not they're going to be a leader, whether or not they have the masculine attributes that you're looking for, allow them to show you because the more that you do, the less the other person is going to do. The more that you do and the harder you try, the less the other person is going to do. And that sets the tone. The problem is that a lot of women, they try to do a lot in the beginning and they overlook a lot of the things that the other person is doing in the beginning. Then they want to stop doing the things that they used to do. And then they want the other person to step up. It doesn't work that way. And it's not fair to the other person. So whatever it is in the beginning, that's what's going to be built upon. Unless the other person goes through something like, wow, I don't want to be this way anymore. And they want to change completely in their energy. A person will grow and change, but they'll still kind of have their, their primary energy. But a lot of people want the other person to change their energy. And that's like a lot to ask for. So don't be any type of way that you're not going to want to be later. And don't overlook anything in the other person that you're not going to want them to display or you, you're not going to want them to be like that later on. The biggest piece of advice I'll ever give you is to look at things the way they are from the get-go. Do you love it right away? If yes, great. Do you not love it right away? Is it, oh, it's okay. No, like don't accept anything less than what you desire, period. Don't be afraid that you're going to miss out or that this is the best you're going to get. No, if it's not like mind-blowing, walk away. But you got to be able to value yourself enough and know that the type of love that you desire is available for you and it's out there. If you don't believe that, you're not going to attract it. And then you're going to say, oh, yeah, I was right. That was the best I could have gotten. And I let them go. And now they're with another person. Yes, because you operate from fear. Not because another person who's more suitable for you is not out there. Right? So majority of the things that happen and that show up in our lives, I wouldn't say majority, 
All of them are controlled by what's happening inside of us. Cool. It's <laughs> a lot to say about this topic. A lot, a lot to say about it. So, less doing and more being. Less doing and less focus on less less focus on the fact that you haven't called in your partner yet, and more focused on like focus on what lights you up, what you love about your life. Enjoy that. And you have to get like you have to stop obsessing with the fact that you don't have a partner yet. Until you until you stop obsessing, then it's, it's gonna continue to be pushed away. And I know it's kind of like it's easy to say, and I know you're gonna have to continue to hear it from me, but it's the truth. As long as you obsess with the fact that it hasn't happened yet, you're gonna continue to push it away. So it's it's a beautiful game of like having the desire, but at the same time not always like thinking about it. And it's it's this beautiful combination. It's a beautiful, I don't want to say a game, but it's just a way of, life is a game in a sense. The game of life, right? There is a book called The Game of Life too, and it's really good. 